You're here, which means that you've found spirit crumbs, leading you to your inner light worker. I will be sharing how these tiny little hints from the universe have led me to where I am today. I hope that by hearing my story and the stories of others, you'll pick up your own spirit crumbs along the way that will lead you to somewhere magical. Thanks for coming along for the journey. Let's see where it takes us. Welcome to another episode of Spirit Crumbs. I am your host, Andrea McCallum, and I am an intuitive oracle card reader and quantum Reiki healer. So this episode is another one in my series on the Celestine Prophecy, and we are talking today about the fifth insight, which is called the Message of the Mystics. I particularly was resonating with this one this time because I have been getting a lot of messages um, in my readings and my own cards that I've been pulling for myself about connecting back with nature and grounding myself in nature. Um, I think because I have a lot of earth in my chart too, that is just where I naturally am called. Uh, I have even been spending a lot of time with my plants in my apartment. Obviously it's been very cold, so I haven't even wanted to go outside as much as usual. Um, I live in Ontario and it's actually, we're in the middle of a snowstorm right now. And I just have been really drawn to my plants. I even started propagating one of them today, even though I usually wait till spring, but I was like, I just need to have my hands in the dirt just with my plants. And so the connection to earth that this episode has is that there's this idea that I think we touched on it before, but that being in the energy of trees and forests is just where we are able to feel this unparalleled sense of lightness and connection. So in the, the book, I'm trying, like I said, not to give away too many details of the storyline of the book, but there's a part where he experiences this sense of euphoria when he's at the top of a cliff in this big forest. And he is like really aware compared to usual. He feels like this closeness with all parts of just being with, he's like feeling like he can touch the sky. He's connected to the earth. Everything in the universe suddenly feels accessible and that he is part of him and, and everything is part, uh, he is part of everything and everything is part of him. So for me, I've also been getting a lot of messages around like unity consciousness. So this was particularly interesting to me um, because he starts getting all these downloads. They don't call it that in the book, but that's what I'm going to call it. And he all of a sudden is like, has these realizations and he talks about how, how all of the knowledge that exists has merged with his own memory. And he's able to recall like the fact that his life did not begin that at conception in this lifetime that like he is from when everything started so he could see like all of evolution from like hydrogen to like stars planets water life this whole thing he could see as like a timeline of his own being because he was so connected to everything 
And so this chapter kind of leads us from the first insight um, and talks about how these coincidences um, lead us to further evolution. That like, that's what, like once people start waking up to these coincidences, we can actually move to higher vibrations because we can start to move through the other insights once we really grasp this concept of like where we've been to where we are now. So I really was interested in this chapter for the fact that it is really reinforcing that message of like, we are all connected, we're all in this together. And there's this collective consciousness timeline that we're just a blip in and we have to understand the past in order to see where we might be going in the future and so the fact that like people can see their past lives like I'm talking about just myself now my opinion and like the fact that we can see our past lives the fact that we can touch on the future just for me makes this like a very accessible part of the the book because I think that even the, the fact that it's called the message of the mystics, like this to me is like saying like people know this, right? Like some people do have access to this more so than others. But the way he accesses this, like I said, is from being in a forest. And what we learn is that this is like a virgin forest. So it's a naturally occurring forest. It's not one that humans have decided what would be there. It's one that's in Peru that's just not been touched. And that's why he is able to have this experience. And then when he goes back to talk to a priest that he's um, friends with in this book, they explain that to him that it's part of this like awakening process where once someone has a mystical experience where they feel this oneness, they can get back to it. But people can't just jump into it really as easily. You have to have an experience where it's maybe naturally happening or it's maybe unexpected, but you have to be able to get into that open mindset. And so I think that's why a lot of people, you know, it might be a near death experience. It might be just in being in a beautiful place in nature, but often it is um, something that takes us out of our day-to-day -day experiences in order to have this mystical experience. And so it talks in the book here about how, you know, a lot of us stay in like an intellectual state trying to like debate whether or not this is true, like this mystical consciousness. Um, we debate whether it's real. Um, but then when you think about it, there's a lot of people that recognize that taking time to connect to this other level of consciousness through like meditation and just being very aware and present that we can tap into that at will once we're aware of how to do it and we've had the experience to know when we are in that consciousness uh, we can actually access this ourselves and so it, he talks um, to the priest more, and I won't talk too much about the details, but one thing that stuck out to me is that um, he talks about missions in the past and how a lot of like Christian and like religious missions would kind of be violent in trying to enforce their, their rule or their um, way of thinking, whereas this particular mission that he encounters 
was kind of telling people to look within themselves and to see the truth and to see that they could access this themselves. And that's how people ended up kind of following this mission. It wasn't enforced on people. It was just like they were shown how to find this themselves. And I found that fascinating because, you know, we talk now once, yeah, well, people who are in like the spiritual kind of world, I guess now, and like connecting with one another, we talk a lot about how, you know, this is something that should be taught in schools, you know, mind, even if it's like at a basic level of like just mindfulness and teaching people and children to meditate and really look within themselves um I think that that would be so beneficial and it really helps with discernment in general of like what you're going to believe right because when you think about it like most colonial systems we're we're told what to think and we're not really given the opportunity to think rationally or critically about it um you know there's like chances for people to debate and write opinions and whatnot but Generally, the sense is that, you know, you're told this is how history happened or this is what we believe, right? And I think that this idea of like mystical consciousness where people have this other kind of experience where they realize like, oh, that didn't feel like anything I've experienced before in any other context. And later on in the chapter, I just wanted to mention these three steps that they talk about of how you're able to really, um, really raise your, your ability to do this. I guess I would say like process or connect to this, um, consciousness. And they talk about it on like a very basic level for like the first thing saying that just gaining energy from your food and really appreciating every part of it, like chewing really carefully, appreciating the taste of food and I feel like this is also talked about a lot now in terms of like you know health and wellness too and just like I you know people talk about it for like different diets and how like being aware of your food is really important and so I just wanted to highlight that because that is actually in the book of like a way of gaining energy is like really I guess you're almost like tapping into the consciousness of your food because everything is energy, right? And everything was living at some time that we're eating. So I just wanted to talk about that as the first thing. And then the second thing, which I kind of touched on at the beginning was to be open and to have appreciation for whatever you're trying to get energy from. They use the example of trees here, which I love because I've talked about trees a lot like my lives on Instagram and I love the book The Hidden Life of Trees I have which I've talked about the original book but I also have like the coffee table book that has like beautiful images of trees I go to the Arboretum Uh, I just I love trees and so they talk about like really appreciating and accepting love from the trees and that you have to be open and trusting that you will receive that and then once you start to feel it You can send it back to the tree in the form of like gratitude. And so I just thought that was a beautiful thing because it's something we can all start to do, right? It's not something that we're like, well, how am I going to do that? Like, even if you can't physically go to a tree, you can start with a plant in your house. You can even just look at a picture of a tree because like, like we talked about in a matter of energy, there's no such thing as like 
space and time, right? So if you're looking at a photo of a tree, that tree existed at some point, so you can connect to it. I just wanted to put that out there because I've started to do that myself. I have different backgrounds that I'll put on my computer screen if I don't have time to go outside. Um, and then I'll go and look out my window because I am lucky that I can see a few trees from my house. But I just wanted to talk about that because those two are very accessible. And then the third one is that there's this excitement and euphoria that comes from that exchange and that we can actually like help others and ourselves through that. So we can be sending love to someone and be feeling the love come back. And that it's actually like a really great thing to do for other people because when you're filling yourself up, then you have the energy to send to others. And so it's something where like, I think we don't always take the time to really be in that energy. I know I'm really bad at actually stopping to do these things. And it can be really difficult for me to actually even spend the time like meditating. <laughs> so when I saw this, this chapter and this insight again, it was like, wow, I make this so complicated when like I eat every day, you know, <laughs> like I can, if I can sit and like actually chew my food and not be standing and like eating and multitasking, if I were to actually sit and enjoy every bite of my food and feel grateful for it and then spend a few minutes looking at a, a tree or a plant at my house i can do those things and very easily and then of course really feeling that that energy and it can be difficult some days so it's more of like like anything it's more of the ritual and the practice of it because i know for myself i have like a morning practice that I do and I have been like going through a lot in the last few weeks and I've been skipping just parts of it not intentionally but just my brain is not all focused and I'm not taking the time to sit in stillness in the morning like I usually do so I'm getting back to that practice and so that's where I think for myself I need to add in those other parts of the insight those three steps there uh, it's just part of that that I practice every day because I feel like these are all things that we've heard. I know I have in other just awareness practices, meditation practices, spiritual practices. These are not like new things. <laughs> and so like the fact that they're all in this one book is very convenient as you'll see as we go through all of these insights. But um I just know that it's this idea which they talk about in the book that you have to like consciously fill up with that energy. You have to take the time to do that because what they say is that it's taking the time to do that that brings more coincidences because then you're in like that energy, right? You're you're in that sense of awareness where you are, you will actually see them coming. And I, I know I've talked about that even with spirit crumbs where like you, you can have this idea of what you want, but if you're not looking for the answers, you're going to miss it. And so the idea is that like, if you don't have the energy and you're not feeling in a vibration of like being full and being content and feeling that sense of like love and gratitude, you're not going to see these new things show up for you because you're going to be so drained that you don't have the energy to even act on them if they were to show up. So 
the other part to that is that once you do actually start to fill yourself up, bring the coincidences, that actually helps you to actualize a new level of permanency is what they say, where like your outer limit for like as far as you can go for this consciousness moves out a little bit further because then that new level becomes accessible because you're like, oh, I've done this now. I know what this feels like. I can get back here again. So that's what he was talking about with the priest was that like once you've had a mystical experience, you can get back to it because you know the steps of how to get there. So that's what they say even about like meditation or different spiritual practices. The more you do it, the easier it is to just access that level of consciousness because I know there's some people where like you know, I have to meditate and it takes me a long time to get into a state of like meditation. Whereas like I know people who I am in the circle with where they can just close their eyes and be like, all right, I'm going to drop in real quick. And they're just there, right? (laughs) It's just, it's the time that you put into it. It's the practice. It's the dedication. So like, it's something I have to work on too. I have days where I'm very much in that state and it's just very easy for me. And I get a lot of downloads And then there can be like weeks where I'm just kind of like on a basis of like doing my cards and kind of journaling and stuff. It's fine, but I'm not getting a lot of downloads, but I also am not high on energy those weeks. So I don't feel like I, that doesn't make sense to give me these downloads because I wouldn't have the energy to do anything with them. But the thing is like, I could have the energy if I spent the time to fill myself up. So it's kind of like, like I said, with anything, it's I'm learning too. So it's, it's really interesting to think about that, that it it gives you this like new level of energy and this new vibration. The more you expand yourself, it's something we can continually do. It's not like there's a certain level where you just stop and you're like, okay, I'm done life. (laughs) Like we're all continuously evolving. Right. And like the more we dedicate the time to it and awareness to it, the more we also will have a ripple effect to other people. And like I said, I have been trying to listen because I'm getting a lot of messages to spend time in nature. And I also have gotten a lot of messages around like intuitive eating. And I know when I've done collective card pulls on my card pull Fridays, I've pulled um, the vegetarian vegan card quite a bit. And it does talk about in the book how fruits and vegetables are where we get the most energy and so I think that's been a message that's been coming through for me before I read the book like a while ago just to kind of reinforce that idea even for myself I am vegan but I like I I just don't sit and just eat as much fruit as I used to even in the morning and stuff it's something I have to like remind myself to do because I'm always looking for like the quickest thing and it's something that we can all do and we can consciously put energy into. I know not everyone has the same access to food, but it could be a matter of just, um, even if it's canned food, canned fruits and vegetables, you know, just whatever is accessible to you, whatever small changes you can start to make, um, that is like feeding your energy, right? It is how we receive our main primary energy is through our food and so eating consciously too taking the time to chew our food um and the more we make these choices that's again focusing on our awareness and it's connecting your body to your energy field and to your spirit and that's when we start to see the the coincidences show up more right so it's like everything is connected 
everything is energy, you know, like there's no separation. And I think that it's something that's coming up for me a lot in the the last little while. So hopefully I'll be able to talk about how it's working for me in one of the next episodes. But um, I really hope that this resonates with you. And I'm actually excited for the next episode, which will be the sixth insight, which is called Clearing the Past, because it really digs into something that I have been working on a lot in the last year, which is shadow work and inner child healing. It's not necessarily what they call it. It's just what I relate it to. So I'm excited to talk to you about that next time. And I hope you'll comment about what changes you'll be making or how you're going to be connecting to um, the fifth insight and how you're going to be connecting to the message of the mystics. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Spirit Crumbs. You can find me on Instagram for this podcast at Spirit Crumbs. Or you can also find me at Concrete and Crystals for my own spiritual offerings and more tidbits about my own journey. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.